the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. Okay, welcome everybody. We're going to start off today. Yeah, we're going to talk about the streaming wars. We're going to bring Disney into this mix. Um, Again, a lot of Many. See, I told you so moments here. Um, got also incorporate Barry Diller uh, in an interview. I think this was in Variety, if I'm not mistaken. I got a check basically talking about the Oscars and the movie business as a whole. And uh, again, things that uh, the, the writing was on the wall a long time ago. And, and again, many companies out there failed, um, failed to adjust, failed to adjust or playing catch up. And, and this happens when you have new technologies come out. You could talk about the uh, business of journalism um, yeah, dot, yeah, after uh, dot coms and, and all of the uh, uh, online um, publications out there. And then they're giving away their content for free. And then they realize, gee whiz, we're not going to have all that want ad revenue. I mean, they, they didn't they didn't think it through the same way that U.S. Postal Service gee, email. What, what's this good? What is this technology going to do to our business? Maybe we need to change some things. Let's take that and put that aside. We'll talk about the uh, the streaming wars. We'll start off with Disney. Um, Disney's numbers, um, they're going to cut. They're going to cut 7,000 jobs, uh, $5.5 billion in costs. They, they're basically, they have to transform the company, they're trying to find a way to make the streaming business profitable. And uh, again, you know, try to get the, the stock price uh, up. Uh, it's fallen more than 40% uh, from 2021 highs. Um, again, you're taking a look at what they're trying to do. He wants to, again, for the people that are in charge of producing content, um, it's basically a situation where he's saying, show me the money. Show me the money. If you're going to produce content here, you've got to, you got to, you know, show me that, guess what? This is going to help our bottom line. Is this good for the company? Now, again, creative types, they don't like this. They don't like this. They like, you know, doing whatever they want to do. And they're used to living in a, a world for a long period of time where, you, you know, it didn't make any difference. You just throw money, throw money at things because they're creative people. Well, again, that was the, the cable model where, where money just constantly was flowing in. And you you'd sit there and you'd watch cable and uh, then you'd, okay, you'd watch cable and you're watching a show and you got to watch the ads, the various different, well, the companies that are making shows are making money off the ads. They're also making money from the cable operators for carrying their network. It was just money, 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 money everywhere. So you could afford to float bad crap, bad ideas. Um, you know, that's, that's gone by the wayside. And again, the the advent, you know, this is all things that happened over time. The DVRs, when they came out, people recording programs and fast-forwarding over commercials and how that was an issue. And then if you want to watch something, again, you want to, cable, you want to watch something on demand, they started doing that too, but you couldn't fast-forward over the commercials. They wouldn't let you. Now, again, you opened up Pandora's box, 
You can buy our streaming service and you can pay not to watch commercials. Again, you're limiting your source of revenue. And again, we talked about content and content being king and the type of programs that these these networks you know, basically run out, uh, we, we, you know, back in the day, it was just years ago. I mean, uh, it had to be like 2015, 16, it's South Park episode, um, making fun of Netflix, you know, you, you person answering the phone at Netflix, uh, hello, welcome to Netflix, you've been greenlighted. And it's, they were just greenlighting, giving the okay to every single program that came out. And um, how many, uh, how many of you out there, you, you you know, you're looking for a new program, much show to watch. You start watching it and you're like, I, I, I can't believe how bad this is. I, you, you shut it off. Um, I, I actually got an email from somebody. Chris, you got you to watch this, this pile of horse manure. And just, just to see it, it was some, it was Wolfpack or something like that. I think it's Paramount owns it. it honestly it i think i could put something together using computer stuff I, that, that i have now than they did there i mean the special effects were were so bad it, it was like you remember what the, the you know you go back and you watch that the, the black and white horror stuff and godzilla movies um that was better than what they had going on here it was that pathetic and the whole thing was horrible and i'm saying to myself how did this get the okay how could this get to you? How, how do you make money on something like this? I mean, it's it's great to have you know a labor of love. I, I, I get that. I get that. But again, you know, you, you're you're a business and you're trying to attract people and you want to make money. I mean, you can you can go around, you know, and there's plenty of starving artists out there. Eventually, you have to sell your stuff, and the the crap they've been selling is horrible. Um, and again, they haven't figured it out. I, I've talked about uh, maybe the the need to do more product placement, um, less content of higher quality. Uh, again, you know, I know that many of these companies felt the pressure over the past several years to put out woke crap. Um, and again, it's just getting involved in, in certain levels of politics. And I'm like, why? Would, why are you doing that? It was the the television show on um, Apple Plus. It was the morning show, and you know, started watching it. And they, you know, very very talented actors and and actresses on this program. But again, you you just again you start insulting people, and you start insulting people's intelligence. Um, You you turn people off, and they're gone. Go ahead and watch that show again you could do a juxtaposition apple with uh the the ted lasso program it's very entertaining it's very entertaining and uh, people tune into it um you know netflix has had you know a few of their shows but they just had their stinkers as well and again these these companies still haven't figured it out what disney has realized though if you take a look at their numbers the cutbacks are getting $5.5 billion. It's in content, okay? It's in content, but it's not in sports. 
It's not in sports, and it's not in sports simply because of why. Um, sports people have to watch. You gotta watch them, right? So you can have commercials. Commercials are running. I mean, like I said, even soccer. European soccer, again, you talk about the most popular sport in the world. Um, European soccer, you watch, they figure out ways, they flash ads, they got the stuff on the sideline. Um, you know, they know they've got 90 minutes, they got to cram as many ads on it. Again, the, the players are walking billboards. They find a way to make it work. They find a way to make it work. Now, here in the, uh, the States, again, we have to watch. Have to wait. You're gonna watch the Super Bowl. Okay. There's gonna be big dollars being spent on those ads. That's money's gotta go. And again, um, that's that's what they're not cutting back on their sports programming. Um, simply because they, they you know they hope to keep the audience. The issue is right now, um, you know, what other network out there? I mean, what other what other um, sport out there is, is really killing it when it comes to audience besides football? I mean, nothing. Nothing. Get the, your niche um, audience when it comes to hockey, um, basketball. I, again, this is someone I, I – you know, when I die, you know, you know, the whole movie Field of Dreams, I, I, you know, I, I hope it's like that where I get to go play ball all day long because that's what I like to do. Play ball all day long and fish. I don't care if it's basketball, wiffle ball, baseball, lacrosse, football. So I, I don't care. Roll ball. I, I, I play all day. Always been that way. Um, but, you know, I, I can't where I used to absolutely love basketball. Loved it. I, when I, I, I mean, I wasn't very good when I started working my butt off it again. You know, not very tall. You know, CYO leagues and, you know, back Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. You watch the, the, the product that they're rolling out today. It's like, that, it's like that television show Wolfpack. It's garbage. It's garbage. Nobody plays any defense and we're just going to have a three-point contest. How is that exciting? Um, you know, baseball is another thing. Issues. Everybody, you know, nope. They, they took all the fun out of it. You know, oh, nope, nope, nobody steals bases anymore. Analytics. We'll see what happens this year because they're doing away with that, that shift. Uh, but, you know, football keeps them coming. It, it, it really does. And, again, this is where these streamers, where these companies have to figure out how the hell are we going to make money? Is it going to be product placement? Is it going to be less content, higher, you know, quality? Um, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, and again, you know, I, MGM has got a platform now, and they've got their library of um, you know film, all the Rocky films. I think MGM. You have all the James Bond films and some. I mean, MGM has been around for a while. Those classic films there that that quite frankly, um, many people have bought already. I mean, they, they might you might still have them on DVD or Blu-ray. So you can, you can still hook up your Blu-ray and still watch the movie. So again, you're, you're rolling, you know, it's all this old content. You want to go out and get it, but many of us have it already. Okay, they're, they're going to put out some new content. Now, again, I'm bringing up MGM. 
to got some show it's been on for a few years now. I guess it's pretty good. It's got a great cast. It's got Vincent D'Onofrio. You've got Forrest Whitaker. Uh, a lot of good actors. What's it called? The um, Godfather of Harlem. Godfather of Harlem. And again, some of their their own programming. Um, whether or not people are going to pay for that. Again, they haven't figured it out. And expect a lot of losses moving forward. I, I saw this piece, uh, Barry Diller, um, talking about the decline of the Oscars, plummeting ratings, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff that uh, they're dealing with. And, um, yeah, he basically saying it's an antique. And, so, and he says, all award ceremonies were based on this hierarchical process of a movie going to a theater, building up some word of mouth if it was successful, having that word of mouth carry itself over the path no longer exists. It's funny. You go to movies. I can't remember the last movie I went to at the theater. I'm trying to recall. Um, you'll get Nicole Kidman doing an advertisement talking about the magic of movie theaters. And um, yeah, yeah, it used to be that way used to be that way, but, you know, let's, let's, come on, let's be honest here. I mean, is it better to, you know, see a film at the, at the movie theater? In some ways, yes. I mean, again, big screen, sound system, and, you know, it doesn't cost a lot of money to get a first rate surround sound Dolby Atmos system in your house. It really didn't cost that much. Really doesn't. If you want to have it in your own house, by yourself, you can do it. How much is a large screen cost? Again, growing up, growing up, the old, th- I mean, I was, we had that one color TV in our family room there for a period of time. It was uh, 28, 30 inches box. Not the same as going to the movie theater back then. No. Okay. So again, some of the magic is gone, but also part of the issue is, is the shit that you keep pumping out. Okay, no-brainer. You put out a high-quality film that's great to see on the big screen. Let's, we'll, we'll use Top Gun Maverick from last year. It was great on the big screen. You got Tom Cruise. You had a great story. Okay, you have a blockbuster film. You justify spending that type of money on that. That makes sense. You could put that together. Take a look at the script. I could do this, okay? It's not hard. Could take a take a look at the script and say, wait a second, this is great. This is great. This is this is gonna be great. We, we gotta do this, we gotta fund this. This is gonna be great for the theaters. And it'll work. And it'll work. Um, you know, watching some of the other crap that they roll out. I mean, have, have you gone? Go to go to Fandango. I did it before the program today. I was just curious. Um, went to Fandango to see what movies are out and, and which ones that I would even think about going to the movie theater to see. Zero. Zero. Okay. I, I've got a, um, I got a 16-year-old. It's going to be 17 in my house in New York. He can't drive yet. And sometimes the, the kids are looking for things to do. It's off, oftentimes over Christmas holidays, they start getting bored. So they say, oh, you know, we'll go to the movies and they'll go to the theater. Uh, I guess the, the Avatar movie is going to be, you know, I guess it's great on the big screen. But um, again, 
you take a look at certain people, myself, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't like to miss anything when I go to a movie. And you're putting out movies that are three hours plus long. Three hours plus. That's a long movie. Uh, you know, again, I, I'm chugging water over the course of the day, trying to be a healthy part of my diet, all this stuff. Do you think I want to get up two times, three times to take a leak during a film? I'm going to miss all that? I can, I'll just wait for it to be on, watch it at home. Okay, it's a trade-off. Would the movie be better on the big screen? Sure, but I'm trading off. I don't want to miss anything. So if I'm watching it, oh, I got to pause. Not to mention the fact the numbers. You idiots, you guys are, how stupid can you people be in Hollywood? Honestly, it's amazing to me how dumb you are when it comes to your business model. Several of the movies that are playing at the theater, I can, I can watch at home right now via Amazon Prime. I can buy them or rent them or Apple TV. So I took one. Uh, the movie is it's called, it's an action movie. It's called Plane. Okay. Um, for me to go see this at the uh, movie theater, it's going to cost me $17.50. For me to rent it in my own home, it's going to be 20 For me to own it forever is $25. Now, again, look, you know, factor in, you got to get back and forth. Uh, to the, the movie theater, transportation costs, popcorn, soda, all that good stuff. Um, you, you people in Hollywood can't see, oh, it's good theater experience and all this shit. Shut the hell up, okay? Come on, man. Give me a break. You, you don't think people can, yeah, oh, there's no doubt about it. It's going to be better to see on a big screen, but is it worth it over this? There's that, uh, and again, I, you start thinking about these things, and these Hollywoods, it's like they're used to like a spigot of money for crying out loud. You know, maybe the, the, the answer to this problem, come to think of it, is uh, just, have, um, just have all the, the, you know, the Middle Eastern uh, OPEC nations with all the spigots of money, have them buy up these things, because hey, give a damn. They just throw money at anything, and they don't care if they're losing. They like to live golf or whatever it may be. So there's... Um, movie Babylon it's flop I mean you're talking Margot Robbie Brad I mean it's just star studded supposed to be this you know great piece uh, cost them over 80 million dollars that's not including the marketing to make this thing it's pulled in 50 million at the box office um, the runtime for this film is three hours and 10 minutes yeah, I, I get it. The, the runtime for Godfather 2 was three hours and 20 minutes, but when they had it in the theaters, they, they had an intermission. You had an intermission. I mean, you, you go to a Broadway play, they have an intermission. Three hours and 10 minutes. I mean, if you get thirsty, they, uh, how, how much time does it take? You got to, this is some of these theaters as well, is that you got to walk a half a block away to find the bathroom? I get the hell out of here. I, I finally got to see, and again, I'll kind of wrap this up. 
I didn't see it at the, the theaters. Again, when um, the kids were younger, um, you know, can't take their whole lacrosse team, everything like that. We go see some of the Marvel movies when they came out. Um, now, like they do it on their own, so you know we don't go along. Um, but many of my kids, they, they wait. Um, I waited to didn't you know to see the the latest was it Wakanda Forever, Black Panther movie, and you know, guess what? It was entertaining. It was good. Again, way too much woke. BLM crap that they try to stick in there all the time. It's just plain. It's, it's insulting. It really is. But yeah, you know, sometimes you get to kind of have to look past, uh, you know, these, you know, the Looney Tunes in Hollywood and the stuff that they try to push. Um, but again, it, the movie was three hours long. Three hours long. I, I'm going to get people giving me crap talking about sports and and soccer. It's one of the good things about soccer. It's done in 90 minutes. You can plan your day. I mean, this is obscene. And the fact that these, these wizards are smart, these people out there haven't figured out how to make money is, is pathetic. And, and that's, you know, it's to their own detriment. It'll come out. It'll wash uh, its way out. I mean, the crazy belief system, stupid ideas from uh, McKinsey consulting Ivy League idiot types. Yeah, but it's like back in the nineties. How many eyeballs do you got? No, it's not how many eyeballs you got, schmuck. It's how many you know people press the buy button. Okay, how many people are actually out? You know, where, where's your call? At? Are they actually doing it? Oh, we got all these eyeballs. Yeah. And, Interestingly enough, kind of, I'll, I'll end this. I'll wrap this up with this. Is that um, I, the King of Harlem? If you, if you want to watch that, which is original content, they let you watch the first couple episodes for free, and then you got to get uh, MGM Plus, and you get a uh, free, uh, uh, free, uh, you know, sample subscription for a period of time, and then you got to go ahead and you have to, you have to cancel it. It's like six bucks a month for MGM plus how many people are just going to, you know, Oh, they got a show that I'm interested in. You know, I'm going to watch that. And then I'm just going to shut it off. That's your model. That's your model. You're, you're screwing crap up people. You're screwing crap up anyway. Okay, moving on. Um, Google stock yesterday tanked during the day. They gave their little chit-chat on their artificial intelligence. Um, I guess some word got out that Google's bard had, had given out an error in an ad on Twitter touting its new technology in the ad. The bot was asked about what to tell a nine-year-old about discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope. It incorrectly offered the response that the telescope was the first to take pictures of a planet outside Earth's solar system, when that actually belongs to the European Very Large Telescope. Um, and again, this mess-up sent the stock down. Guys, it's, it's artificial intelligence. Okay, you got to understand what that is. It, it, again, it's garbage in, garbage out. Um, I, I'm going to be honest, with you, I haven't had time to mess around with Microsoft's um, new, you know, Bing thing. 
and, and how it works. I, I, I did have some frustration yesterday. I should have probably tried something to see if you're trying to look into bad ideas coming out of bad ideas coming out of state of the union addresses. And yeah, I had to go for every single one and through these things wasn't very good in, com- in compiling uh, anything. So I'm, I'm going to try it on that to see how it is. Um, but again, it's like, it's like all technology. Okay. Garbage in garbage out. I mentioned this before. You can have, they talk about, uh, you know, the people who are smart, um, they got great processor speeds and, and great to have high level intelligence, uh, out there. But, you know, it's like having a f- super fast computer. You have a super fast, super, 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 super fast computer that, um, you fill that computer with porn. You got a super fast computer with porn. Anyway, um, the UK antitrust regulators said Microsoft's $75 billion acquisition of Activision would further consolidate what it called Microsoft's strong position in cloud gaming and said a combination would hurt UK gamers. Um, expect, expect more of this. Um, again, I, I don't know. Microsoft's kind of laughing at this. Activision's laughing at this and how it's going to, how is it going to hurt UK gamers? It's going to bring the prices down, whatever it may be. Um, they don't really, let's be honest. Um, what, what do they do in the UK now? Just, just asking, what do you guys, are you guys innovate on anything? Yeah, I know you've got your little Canary Wharf area there for banking, which is great for, you know, all of, um, it's like kind of like a Switzerland there to some degree. You know, a lot of uh, oligarchs do their banking there. I know you get some great soccer teams. Um, what are you guys, I mean, Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce again, um, they make air, you know, cars and aircraft engines. Um, Aston Martin, um, Range Rover, you know, a few car companies you got there. Um, on the technology front, you guys uh, innovate at all? No, no. And that's been the case for Europe for some time. And, um, you know, how they, 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 when they, they can't, when you cannot innovate, you regulate. And that's, that's what the European Union is doing. It's the reality of the situation. Um, this, and it's not even the European Union. This is the UK. The EU is going to follow suit. Um, I got a kick out of this story. Uh, lawyers and advisors in the FTX bankruptcy have billed nearly $20 million for 51 days of work. This uh, triggered, tr- triggered a memory in my mind, going back to the, the 1990s when you know I was talking about this and into the 2000s when it, all of these bankruptcy attorneys and how much money they were going to make, not just bankruptcy attorneys, but the banks as well, and, and how you know you got to restructure these companies and then uh, this company goes out of business. Well, then Morgan Stanley's got to help finance the bankruptcy and all this stuff. And what a what a business it is. I mean, it, it, you, it is an unbelievable business, is the bankruptcy business. You can do very, very well. It, it's kind of like, you think about it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, owning a, uh, a funeral home, right? And it is that you're cashing in here. And honestly, who's really checking? They, they, the funny thing is, is they put, they put caps. They say, well, you can only recoup. 
you know, 50% of your billing or whatever it may be. So they just bill that much more. Well, what, what do you think? That people are going to actually check? You think this is the, the, the movie The Firm? <laughs> Please. Please. Okay. Um, I, and again, I, I, I know I'm, I'm honest with you here. And I know we got um, you know, a lot of MAGA crowd out there that uh, you know, listens to the program and they get all hot and bothered or angered by me. I don't even know how many of them I have listening more. Just, just, I'm honest. Again, none of them ever like to debate any of the things that I have to say. Again, I said here before, you get the, the, the far right and the far left, they should form their own party together. You know, you get AOC and Marjorie Taylor Greene. They should be in the same party, crying out loud. They do the same thing. It's the same tactics. Um, Biden's pushing forth. He's, I think he was in Wisconsin yesterday. He's, he's going around the country talking about his uh, economic plans. Um, but again, you're actually getting some Republicans, and rightfully so, in Congress pushing back over the conduct of some of their, their peers. Okay, um, James Comer, uh, I wish that everyone would respect the decorum, let the president speak. Ryan Zink uh, took issue with some of Biden's claims, but he disagreed with the tone set by his colleagues who heckled him. He's the president. We can agree. We can disagree. But let's not be disagreeable because we are one country. Again, and people will you'll get this, this, this. Oh, remember when Nancy Pelosi ripped up the State of the Union? Yes, that was gross. It was awful. It was disgusting. It was embarrassing. But because she acted like an asshole, does that mean you need to act like an asshole? What, what do you think you accomplish by doing this? I mean, I had this conversation with people today. I'm like, just shut the hell up. Okay. You don't have to stand. You just sit there, listen. You don't have to clap. You walk out. You call your PR people, you get booked on TV, you get booked on radio, then you go ahead and say, this was BS, this was BS, this was BS. But all you did, all you, all the, the, the hecklers and all that crap, all they did was just give, you know, YouTube role. YouTube role for Democrats out there that they can run saying, look, this Republican Party is a bunch of crazed people. I, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Anyway, um, touch on this. Um, the IRS got a new rule. It's going to crack down on taxing the service industry's tips. The ser industry, service industry tip compliance agreement would be a voluntary program between the IRS and employers that the IRS said would decrease taxpayer and IRS administrative burdens and provide more transparency and certainty to taxpayers. So you're creating more of a bureaucracy and that's going to decrease administrative burdens. Um, yeah. How, how do you think this is going to work out? You got anybody who out that th th this is going to be a good use of the IRS and their time. I'm going to go after to make sure that uh, the bartenders and the waiters and the waitresses declare all of their tips. And, and not to mention the fact, um, not many cash tips anymore. 
It's just the reality of the situation. It's just not many cash tips. I mean, I'm sure you're getting some, but most of the stuff goes on the credit card, does it not? So you're dealing with this now? Things make your head want to explode to some degree. All right, a couple of side stories. One of the things we like to do here on the program, um, things in the news, I get questions from people. Um, and again, we do a pretty good job here on the show of breaking down BS, okay? Or uh, filling, actually, I mean, you got a lot of question marks oftentimes when you read stories in the news. How could that be? Why is that? And these journalists, they don't ask those difficult questions. It's all about putting out a headline and getting you to click on it. That's it. That's, that's, the, that's the thing that's most important. But anyway, there was a story. Not a sustainable business model. Arizona hospital on brink of collapse after spending $20 million on migrants. Um, well, why can they do that? How could they do that? Well, it, it's our rules and laws here. And, uh, you know, they, they say they're going to be on the brink of collapse, but that's not going to happen. They're not going to close down. They just are going to have to jigger their billing uh, to raise their prices on the people that can pay. I, I have a lot of, a lot of great kids, kids. They're all doctors and surgeons now, but uh, kids that went through, that I've coached over the years that went on and you know, stayed in contact with them and you know, talking about them back when they were in medical school and the, the residency and working in a hospital. And they'd be like, you know, coach, you're not going to believe this. All the people that come in, all the people, no ID, no paperwork that come in, entire families, 10, 11 o'clock at night into the emergency room, and we have to, we have to serve them. And then they just leave. I'm like, no, it doesn't surprise me. Smart. Just how we do things here in this country. Back at that point in time, I said, you know, why all of these illegals, okay, you want to get, they got $20 million here, migrants. Well, the only thing you do is you say, okay, what country are you from? What country? Oh, you're from this country. Okay, and you're, you're coming here and we have to provide free medical for you. Oh, why not bill these countries? Why not bill this? Send them a bill. Send them a bill. That's all. And, and well, you know, we'll just take it off the, all the aid that we send you, whatever it may be. All aid that go to these, go to these countries. Well, we'll just, you know, we're going to deduct that from the aid. We got to send it to this hospital because we've been uh, caring for your citizens here. Would work, wouldn't? Oh, I know, would make left wingers heads explode. But uh, again, things that that tend to work, you know, math, you know, two plus two equals four. Can't have that. I mean, it's just they don't like that. All right, another story. You like saying you're scratching your head here. Um, you got a 73 year old Arizona rancher is, um, he's in jail. He's got a million dollar bond. He killed an illegal alien on his property. Now, again, so some questions when it comes to this and, and, and I'm telling people to wait, wait, get more information, see exactly all, everything that transpired. Again, Arizona is a state where you have stand your ground, stand your ground rules. Okay. Um, and you should be able to defend yourself. Again, that's why I don't know what's going on. But I do understand, okay, that the authorities 
are none too happy about this because they're afraid that other people are going to say, hey, you know, we got illegals walking. We're going to start shooting and they don't want to happen. And they're maybe making an example out of this guy. Again, my suggestion regards to this story. Okay. Hold your fire. Don't go writing anything in freaking comment section. Don't speculate because you don't know. You don't know. There's still a lot here. And in everything I'm reading about this, there's a lot of question marks and a lot of holes that need to be filled. Okay. What, what to think about the uh, Nord Stream story? Uh, Seymour Hirsch is uh, one of the um, he's a Pulitzer Prize winner, but yeah, that doesn't really mean much. You can just take a look at his track record. I mean, you're talking My Lai Massacre, Abu Ghraib. This guy is a hell of an investigative reporter, and he's got pretty darn good sources in Washington, D.C., and he has concluded that um, we, the people, we, the people, uh, again, it's how this it works. We, we, we vote for our representatives, and they act on our behalf. So we, the people, blew up the Russia to Germany natural gas pipeline part of a covert operation um here again i guess this is something that the norwegians wanted to do as well i guess we let the um, finland and denmark in uh, on what we were doing um a lot of question marks a lot of question marks uh, when, when it comes to this and what to think about this um if again, if we did this, we're blowing up, you understand, we're blowing up civilian infrastructure. The administration is denying it. We're blowing up civilian infrastructure, obviously, to weaken Russia. Um, we didn't let Germany and some of these European countries that, again, this is the, they're getting gas from this pipeline in on it. Uh, how, how is this going to play out? I, I don't honestly, people. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I, going back to um, going back to Donald Trump and Donald Trump being very voiceless and rightfully so. Again, I'm an equal opportunity bash. I go after Trump, but he did a lot of you know good things. Said some smart things too. Talked about um, and this is going back going back to Obama. Obama did two Nord Stream two. Are you out of your mind? You're going to rely completely on Russia. This is stupid. Are you going to shut down all your nuclear power? I mean, just they just would one stupid thing after another. Okay. Um, again, just justify. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know how uh, this is going to wash out. Again, does it give me a warm and fuzzy feeling on the inside that we're blowing up uh, civilian infrastructure that's going to our allies and providing energy to our allies. I guess you can find justification for it, but it's not going to play out too well. I, again, media here in the United States haven't really touched this yet. This is like, it's like a hot potato. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to cover this thing. I don't know. They're, they're calling up their, people in Washington and their sources and all this stuff. Um, again, I, I had a, I had a feeling I had a sinking suspicion when this thing took place, 
you know, the answer, oh, look what Russia did. Russia took out the pipeline. I'm like, why the flip would they do that? Why the hell would they do that? That's just stupid. So no, I didn't think it was Russia, and I assumed that it was probably us. And um, again, the, the media not touching this thing yet, and we're going to see how this uh, plays out. I'm sure that they're having um, uh, quite a few meetings over there in Europe right now in regards to how they're going to respond to this. Anyway, anyway, um, again, this file this under ridiculous. Um, again, we're going to be spending uh, billions. Uh, now we're going to be spending billions in Mexico uh, to fund uh, new wind power plants in Mexico. Yep. Yep. Uh, again, down, in, down towards the south there, Isthmus there, we're going to put these things up, even though the people down there, they don't want these uh, windmills, we're going to finance the whole deal. It's your interest. It's kind of like, you know, kind of like those, except even better. Those deals, oh, no money down, 0% interest for two years. Get yourself a brand new TV for the big game. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? We give an interest-free loan to uh, Mexico for these windmills, and they can't recoup their costs. And they can't make the payments. Do you think anything's going to happen? No, no. So it's it's kind of like it's kind of like lending money. Just to take a lesson, I told this to my kid: you lend money to your friends, okay? Don't expect to get the money back. I mean, just go into it. Said okay, you know, just don't expect to get it back. So if you're not, you don't get the money back. You can kind of you, you put that in your little mental, you know, uh, Rolodex, your little checkbook ledger, if you will. Okay. But don't expect it. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. Watchdogonwallstreet.com is our site. Listen, do me a favor. Okay. Um, The way we've grown this show for 20 some odd years now is through you, word of mouth. Okay. Let people know about it. Share it. Uh, If you're on social media, the YouTube channel, whatever it may be, um, Tell people, listen in. That's how we, we continue to grow this program. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.